Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast, which is day six of 12 days of gifts that are bridging us from the winter solstice into the new year. And again, this is my favorite tools for really completing the year at hand and landing in the next year with grace and ease and excitement and joy, all the good words. And even if everything that happened this past year, which I can tell you in my life, it was not perfect at all. Actually, parts of it were very hard. This process, I find, really helps me get grounded in how okay everything is, no matter whether it was good or bad, and what my lessons were from all the different pieces. And as a a woman who doesn't always even honor all the good, both looking at the good and the bad is actually has been super helpful for me. And the shift in the things that sort of didn't go quite as planned is that if you got, I believe day three was Amy Ehlers's completion project. And day one also as a meditation is super useful for just letting go and feeling complete with the things that didn't go so well. And walking up the emotional ladder with them and understanding what the lesson was and why it's okay that that happened, even if it's not really okay that it happened. So just shifting your awareness of those things. So that has been super helpful to me in terms of the bad things and not just, it's human nature to like just always think of the bad things. And so helping the bad things feel a little bit better That's what day three was about. So if you haven't done that, definitely go back and listen. And then also the good things, and that was as well addressed in Amy's, but sometimes we forget to really acknowledge all the good and really celebrate ourselves and celebrate that. So hopefully that's come through in these days as well. Um, And that's something that seems obvious, like that we would all do, but I have found was not something that I practice doing early on. And it's been really impactful and sometimes very uncomfortable to do that. All right. So from that, we're going to move into our vision. And that's what the gift is of today. So hopefully you're on the other side of the holidays. If you celebrated Christmas, literally just on the other side, maybe you're a little weary. So that's okay. And you could listen to this and make time to do it in a few days or on New Year's Day or whatever really makes sense for you. But the idea behind having a vision is that I find what happens a lot of time at this time of year to many of us is, I don't know about you, but my inbox is very filled with lots of offers for a better body and a more streamlined business and more money and a better wardrobe, right? It's like all these things that we're supposed to want. And 
I'm not saying that you shouldn't want any of those things, but I don't want you to want those things from the outside in. I don't want you to want those things because an email made you think you should, or even harder to sort of walk through is that you've been thinking you should since you were like nine years old, because this is what was on the covers of magazines. And this is what maybe your mother told you or your friends told you, right? So we really want to do this visioning process so that we are coming from the inside out. So hopefully Julie's meditation could be a quieting tool for this, as could Heather's. Um, But I recommend you getting quiet first and really feeling grounded before you do this work. Um, I'm going to actually walk you through what I do, which is less of a guided meditation and more of me guiding myself um, that leads to this exercise. But I'm just going to share a couple ways that I get grounded before I do this work. And then I'm going to take you through the work. And then you can go download the worksheets and make the space to do this for yourself, from yourself, right? From your, your deepest, wisest, intuitive part of yourself. Okay, so here is the idea of, I'm going to go through the two parts. So one way to get grounded that I love is just through breathing. I'm so, so excited, actually, you all, that in 2022, we will have um, the amazing Kelly Lubeck is, has been a member of Flow, and she's going to join us as a teacher in 2022. And she is a nervous system teacher. I'm going to get her on the show in January. And she's a nervous system teacher. She's she's a teacher of many things. But the thing that she's coming into Flow 365 to do is to help us calm our nervous systems. Um, And a lot of that is done through breath. And she does this because as we are, or she's doing this for us, because as we are doing quote-unquote hard things or new things which can feel hard to our brains sometimes our like nervous system in our body gets out of whack because our natural instinct is to feel fear and so breath can really help ground us and remind us what our inner knowing which is why we're even trying to do the things that we're doing remind us how wise she is So one of my favorite breaths that I can remember to do, I think I first learned from Brene Brown, and I loved her analogy of it. It's called the box breath. And she wrote about it in in one of her books. And in her book, she said that as she was doing the research for her book, because she's an academic, so she does a lot of research, um, she kept coming into this thing called the box breath, everywhere from Navy SEALs to yogis. And so she really trusted that it was impactful in calming us, right? Because Navy SEALs have to be calm in very hard situations. And that is the goal of a lot of yogis as well. So what the box breath is, it's also easy to teach, is that you breathe in. I usually do it to the count of four, but you could do six or even eight as your breath gets stronger and your lungs get stronger. So you breathe in for four, you hold for four, you exhale for four, and you hold the exhale for four. And you can literally, I like the four second thing because 
there's a lot of fours involved in the box. But I literally envision myself like going around the sides of a box. So, you know, that helps me understand where I am. And I'll do that like three times. And it's just very calming. So, right. So let's say four times four, 16 seconds times three, you do the math, but basically in under a minute, you can feel very calm. So that's the box breath, and that's one way to get grounded before doing today's visioning exercise. And the other one is a little bit more going on a journey in your head. And again, this might be helpful um, to do after the box breath even, but I know that I know I guess this might be a little bit more uncomfortable if you've never done guided journeys. I guess that's what I want to say. But I would be open. And if you're open, I know this is totally possible. And the idea is that you close your eyes and you let yourself be quiet and you go on a journey to meet your future self. And you find her in your thoughts, like you find her in your quietness and you see what she is you understand how she is and sometimes she might speak to you sometimes you might just observe her but you go into your future and you find her and some people find you know a very older wise woman some people might find somebody who's just five or ten years ahead of them but you can notice everything about her so if she's not speaking to you you can notice how she stands you can notice what she's doing you can notice what she looks like. Um, you can feel her, like her warmth or her feelings. She's usually quite nurturing. <laughs> um, but I would just let yourself have 15 minutes. I would set a timer on my phone or even better, like not on your phone, but or you could put your phone in airplane mode and, and set a timer. And just allow yourself to close your eyes and be interrupted and go find her and see what wisdom she has. So those are two things that you could do to really get quiet and connected to your future self. Okay, so that brings me to this idea of creating a vision, which I just want to be clear, the reason I gave you those two exercises or two ways to get quiet is because I really want your vision to come from the deepest part of you, not what you think you're supposed to do, not what your kids think you're supposed to do or your husband thinks you're supposed to do or you're getting from your favorite magazine or your favorite website or your favorite mentor, right? This is about what is coming through you. So what you're going to do is you're going to write a letter from that future self that you meet to your now self. And she's going to just tell you what it's like in that future time. So generally, I call this a five-year vision because I think it's really impactful to go out five years. And it might be that the older per the person is older than five years and she's telling you about five years from now. It might be that you get a vision of 20 years from now, but you're writing about five years. But I just want you to be five years or more out into the future, writing yourself a letter about all that is. Um, so that you can really be inspired. And the reason that we go out at least five years is because like, I, I like the five to 10 year range, depending on where you are in your life. I find that five years is plenty if your kids are older, um, 
and it's enough out that you don't feel like the constraints and the pressure of a year, you you can definitely usually open up to more possibilities. If your kids are young, sometimes 10 years is helpful um, because you don't imagine that they're, you know, you're tending to them at every second like you might be right now. So choose what resonates most to you. You can also choose somewhere in between. But you're basically writing a letter from your future self to your now self and just seeing what comes up. Again, we're trying to create vision. Um, I have another exercise for you too, but we're starting with that one. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about why you're creating vision. You're creating a vision versus a goal or resolution um, or just something that you want to change because a vision is more open. And the way that we come about goal setting and planning in, in with the flow planning method and in Flow 365, our year-long program, is that we want to respond to our vision. We want the goal of the current season to respond to our vision in a way that's appropriate to the, to the season. So sometimes when we start with goal setting, we're, we're too closed and we're not being honest about the season that we're in. So let's say, for example, that in your vision, five or 10 years from now, you're a best-selling author or you live in this new, beautiful home. There's lots of different ways to get to both of those places. There's lots of different ways to start. So let's say that... Um, Let's use the you, you're a best-selling author example. So there's different things that need to happen to become a best-selling author. You probably need something to write about. You need an audience. You ne might need to understand the process. You might just need to believe that you're a writer and create a practice. And so depending on the season, let's say you chose your word of the year as connection, right? Or connected. And so with that word... If you have all these different things ahead of you that you might do over the course of five or 10 years to become that best-selling author, let's say one of the things you know you need to do is just get really quiet and start writing, but your word is connected because you're really feeling lonely and like you want to connect to more people. So see how those two things don't quite go together? So you might start by building your audience and you know, getting your message out into the world and connecting with other people. Or you might start by, you know, going to um, events where you would meet publishers and learn more about the process in a connected way. Do you see how it's different? And so from that place of vision, you can really um, pull multiple different goals depending on the season that you're in because there's lots of pathways to that goal when it's a, in vision mode before it's in goal, mo goal mode. All right, so that's why we do it. So that's part one of the gift of today is your vision. And here's another way to um, lean into your vision. And this is more, I guess, your vision for the year. So we've created some play sheets, worksheets, where you look out, you think about 2022, and I've just given you some prompts, some words. So you could do this in your journal or you can go download the printables. I'm going to tell you what the prompts are. But you look out over 2022, and I give you a word, and you write what comes to mind. So again, 
you're not connecting it to a goal. You're connecting it to your vision, to your being. You're just really being honest about what's coming up. And the best way to do both of these is to take the time. So for the first one, writing a letter from your future self to your now self, you just want to like make sure that you have an open, expansive morning or evening or time in the middle of the day. I would say for that, I would give myself an hour or maybe 45 minutes so that you can really do that quiet meditative piece for 10 or 15 minutes. And then you can give yourself the time to write that letter. I don't know, maybe you could do it in 30. But you want to set the time that's quiet and uninterrupted for that. And then for this one, maybe more could be going on around you. But again, you don't want to let your brain get too involved. You don't want to think too much. You want to really think of it like popcorn, like you're just speaking out loud, except you're writing out loud. And you're thinking 2022, and then I'm saying a word, and you're saying the first thing that comes to mind, and then you're moving to the next one, and the next one, and the next one. Does that make sense? So here, here are the prompts. Maybe it'll make it make more sense. So it's 2022, family, 2022, relationship. Now I'm just going to say the words. Home, money, travel, community, self-care spirituality, service, creativity, habits, additions, boundaries, parenting, adventure, learning, systems, communication, love, things, values, friendship, service, planet, books, wellness, food, practice. All right, lots of different prompts. Again, these are all on a worksheet that you can download with space to write for each one. And the idea is not that you think of like a bazillion new things and that you think too deeply. It's that you popcorn, your most initial gut reaction to these words, you write them down. And then what happens at the end is you start to look for the patterns. So we recently did this in Flow 365. And, you know, we were in a group. So it was interesting to hear what came up. But, you know, somebody realized that there was a lot of stuff around friendship and relationship and feeling good with people. It was in multiple categories. And so, you know, she might, that might come into her goals in a different way for 2022. Um, somebody else noticed that there was a lot of beauty that came into all the different areas. And so she was clear that, you know, even though it wasn't necessarily what came up in her work area, but that she needed to figure out how to fold beauty into all of her goals um, at the beginning of the year. So does that make sense? So you're really just it's like stream of conscious almost, and you're seeing what comes up. There's no right or wrong. You might hear one category and be like, not interested, and just write that down. And all of this is just data that's not attached yet to what exactly is going to happen. It's more visioning because it's coming from your heart and from your gut, and you're just you're just writing. So again, this doesn't need to take forever. It will take longer if you're in interruptible space. So as with all of the planning tools that we're giving you for these 12 days, I would just recommend to find some quiet time. You might even now 
open up your calendar and look out over the next two weeks, because yes, you can do this into January. There is no January 1st is the like, I need to be started. I don't believe in that at all. I actually kind of wish, wish that we followed um, more the Zodiac New Year, which would take us more into the end of January and early February. I just feel like on January 1st, we're still in celebratory mode and we're not ready to really land in our in our life in a new year. We're, we're still have decorations that need to come down and kids that need to go back to school and, you know, houses that need to be reorganized, all this stuff. So again, you can schedule this into January. I recently was meeting with um, somebody who's helping me on a project and she was like, yeah, I'll be back in the office on January 17th. And I just love that. Like, why can't, like, give yourself permission to land. I know some of you may have to go to work. That is totally fine. But give yourself time to land in your goals. They don't have to be set by January 1st. In fact, you might just set them all the time throughout 2022. Um, But do give yourself this quiet time to really Allow yourself to vision from you, from within, blocking as much as possible, as much as we can as humans, all the things that you think you're supposed to do, and really tuning into what it is that you're here to do. All right, that's the gift for today. And again, we will be back tomorrow with something super exciting. Um, We had an astrologer visit our event in December, and she told us about 2022 and some of the things to expect and some of the things we might be able to respond to. And so I'm going to let everyone hear that because it was just so amazing and resonant. And with it go all, all, she had this amazing slide presentation. So we will allow you to download those so you can really see what it is that she's talking about. So that's tomorrow. So I will see you back for that. And I'm hoping you're downloading all these planning sheets over in the hub. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, then make sure that you go to the plansimple.com website and you find the link for the 12 gifts that will bridge you from the solstice into the new year. And once you sign up for that, you should get everything you need. And if you're already on our email list, check your spam because you should be getting an email a day with all of the planning sheets. Um, and links to these episodes. And maybe that's why you're here right now to begin with. All right, I'll see you tomorrow.